Okay, be good, do good. What do I mean by that? You don't want to work for money. You really want to work for your morals. You want to do good in the world. In order to do good, you have to be good. So this week I had a client tell me about a, so he he's a real estate investor and he was telling me that he had passed on doing a wholesale deal because even though it would have made him a lot of money, it really was the wrong deal for his buyer. His buyer probably would have lost money on the deal in the long run and that just didn't sit well with him. Now he uh, had this conversation, not just with me during our coaching session, but also with uh, some of the other people he works with in the real estate investing world. And a lot of people had commented to him that, just do the deal, man, so much money to be made. But his morals really prevented him from going through with the deal because again, his end buyer would have actually lost money in the long run. And so his morals prevented him from doing the deal, even though he would have stood to gain substantially, financially at least speaking, from the deal himself. So that's what I mean as an example of be good, do good. You want to be a good person so you can do good in the world. You want to have your work support and elevate others. Okay, you want your work to support and elevate others. Money will come with time. But if you do good work, if you help solve other people's problems, if you support other people through their struggles, if you help other people look better than they maybe are even, people will want to work with you. And if people want to work with you, then money will follow. Okay, so people want to be feel important. They want to feel hurt. And if you can do that for people, they will work with you. And if people want to work with you, then you can make money. That is really what I mean. Be good, do good. Okay, so do good in the world. Let your morals guide you in your business endeavors, not the money you stand to gain from selling your services or selling your products. Uh, on the on the product side of things, I think we can all relate to uh, Walmart as it um, started out as a very single store uh, trying to sell American-made goods to American people. We all know Walmart nowadays has Chinese-made goods sold at a steep discount for American people. And that is a very different business philosophy than how they started. And we all have our own opinions about Walmart. I'm not here to stand, uh, stand against Walmart or speak poorly about Walmart. It is simply an example where money has taken precedence over the initial morals for the company to, to sell American-made products to American people. Okay, so you don't want to lose track of your morals. You don't want to lose track of what your clientele is looking for, what, you're, what the people you're trying to sell your goods or services to are looking for. And that becomes very important. Now, as you do this, especially with a fledgling business, financial returns may take longer to realize. I understand that. And we all have to make money to live in this world. Money is important. We all need food, water, shelter. We all would like to have entertainment. We all would like to go on vacations, go to the movies, have a nice dinner every once in a while. And that costs money. 
right? None of those things are free. So money is important. I get that. But you don't want your business to exist solely for the purpose of making money. This goes back a little bit to what I was saying last week uh, on my talk about entrepreneurship, that entrepreneurs really exist in order to solve problems, right? You're here to solve problems. That's what entrepreneurs do. You solve people's problems, either by selling certain goods or selling certain services in order to solve problems. And what you don't want to do is simply have a business for the sake of making money because that business will fail. How do I know that? I have started several businesses myself uh, when I was uh, very much green and an amateur, which to some degree I maybe still am. Uh, but I have started businesses solely for the sake of making money, not to solve problems, not to support and elevate other people. And as a result, those businesses have folded. Those businesses are no longer successful. Those businesses never really got off the ground because they existed solely for the purpose of making money. So don't do that. Be good. Do good. Very simple. As you support people, as you elevate people, and you solve their problems, people will come back to you. They will be returning customers because they feel valued by the goods and services you provide. You, they feel valued by the, by the company that you represent, right? That's how money should flow into your business, by being good and doing good. Now, a lot of times we start businesses for the sake of making money because we feel money is a limited resource and we need money in order to function. And a lot of that can always be traced back, in most of us, to some sort of limiting belief about money. Money is a scarce and limited resource. So is that how you feel? Think about that for a second. Think about it for yourself. Do you think that money is scarce? Do you think, do you truly believe that money is a limited resource? Now, of course, there is a certain amount of money in the world. That is certainly true. It's not an infinite amount. But there certainly is enough money going around that everybody should be able to get a share. Is that not true? If you think about uh, the likes of uh, those multi-billionaires, right? Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and, and the people in that world, they don't need all of that money. And most of the money, realistically, is just uh, in, in valuations of the companies. I get that. That money isn't actually real. But the money shows up on their balance sheet. That's, that's how they create their wealth. Now, those people don't need all of that money. And if they um, you know, were to share some of that money, clearly there's enough for everyone. Okay? So the money is not a scarce resource. Money is not a limited resource. Everybody has the potential to make more money through their business by selling goods and services, by supporting other people, by solving problems. And if you are a good person at heart and you do good work to help and support others, to solve other people's problems, then money will find its way into your pocket. Simple as that. Be good. Do good. So as a coach, I have helped several people now unpack that limited belief. We have come back to the very core of where that belief originated from. 
and we've been able to change their mindsets around money. We've gone from having you know, some resistance to making money, some limited beliefs on how to make money, uh, and we've turned that around. And we're starting to see profitability as a result. We're starting to see money come into the business. Now, my clients all have good morals. My clients always want to support others, solve problems. My clients all want to be good and do good for their communities, for their clients, for their business partners, for the people they work with, their families, their friends. And as a result, you know, money is a little bit slow to come first because they're not setting up their business in order to make money. They're setting their business up in order to do good, solve problems, support and elevate others. But as a result now, over time, we're slowly building up a machine where people see that they're valued, right? The customers, the clients are valued and they will come back and they will reward my clients with their money. Be good, do good. Do not be distracted by the need to make money. Money will come. Do you want to have good morals? A lot of us focus on that money because we truly believe it is a limited resource. That's how we are raised. That's how I was raised. I had to change my own beliefs about money. I was raised that money is a limited resource. My parents always said, money doesn't grow on trees, right? If I could only go to the bathroom and money would come out, all my life's problems would be solved. Well, that's not how the world works, right? You actually have to work for money, right? We all do. We all have to uh, spend some time, some of our time, on something in order to get money in exchange. There's always an exchange of time and money. But time is a limited resource. Money is not. And as long as you do good in the world and you help and support other people and you solve their problems, then you will be profitable in your business endeavors. Now, uh, this really requires you to have respect for other people, doesn't it? You have to have respect for others because they will be the ones to honor you with their money. But if you disrespect others because your business is money-driven and all you want is their money, as opposed to accepting your clients, accepting your customers as human beings, as other people in this world, then you cannot expect to get money in return. You will make infinitely more money in the long run, not in the short run, but in the long run, you will make infinitely more money if you do good. So a good example from, from my world or, or the world that I come from, I come from a world of software development. Uh, I've always been very intrigued by open source and hacking on computers, trying to get software to work for me. Uh, uh, that's that's been one of my hobbies for decades. Ever since I've been a child, we've always had computers in my in my household. Even back in the in the in the eighties, when computers at home were really not a thing, we always had comp access to computers. And so I've always hacked at computers, always built software, played around with it, tried to figure out how to make a computer work for me. And so uh, my background uh, with software and uh, especially with the open source world, uh, you know, you look at the, one of the big players in the software world, and that's Google, right? We all know Google. Google is a verb nowadays. When I was growing up, Google didn't exist. 
Uh, and so uh, that is really a word that I learned, uh, a, a word that I really grew up with. I remember when Google was was still in its fledgling stages. I remember when I was first introduced to that search engine and that I'm feeling lucky button was so much fun to play with. But how did Google get started, right? If, if you really look back at some of the early history of Google, one of their philosophies was do no evil. Now, that has sort of fallen by the wayside, and they've kind of tried to uh, uh, push it under the rug because their, their business structure has changed dramatically in the last 20 years. But Google started as a company uh, with, with the idea that they wanted to make the world's knowledge available to everyone. Right? They wanted everyone to have access to all the world's knowledge. That's a good thing. right? The founders uh, of Google were good people. And they wanted to do good in the world. They, they had problems of their own they wanted to solve, and they wanted to share their solution with everyone. And that's why, that's why Google actually rose into what it is today, because people saw that Google truly had their best interest in mind. Google wanted to make the world's information available to everyone. They specifically said in one of their founding documents, do no evil. Do no evil. Now, the, the converse of that is, of course, what I'm talking about is not just do no evil. I don't like negatives. I like positives. So I will say do good. Okay, so be a good person and do good in the world. So Google started with great morals. They started the company in order to do good in the world because they wanted to share the world's knowledge with everyone. Now, over time, they obviously had to find a way to make money. And as money kept coming in, the company changed. And you can really see a big change in the company as it went public, as shareholders got into the mix, and all of a sudden, it was no longer the internal motivation that drove Google, but a lot of the external motivation from shareholders and other people that now had a stake in the company. But how the company got started was on good morals. And that's what I want you to take away from that example. Right? Same with Walmart, selling American-made goods to the American people. Google, do no evil and making the world's information available to everyone. So what is your business? What are you doing in the world? What problems are you trying to solve? What are you doing to help and support other people, to elevate other people, to make people feel valued, to make people not only feel valued, but make people feel valuable. If people feel valuable, they will come back to you. And as clients in your business, they will obviously spend money at that point because you have something to sell them. You have goods or services that you're selling to them. And if you are good and you're doing good, your clients will come back to you and they will spend money at your establishment. I'm sure you can think about uh, many examples, and the pandemic really has, has uh, unfortunately uh, changed a lot of this, this uh, uh, landscape for us where a lot of local mom and pop shots, if you will, people that you know behind the counter, right? They're doing good because they truly want to elevate their community. They want to provide a good service to their community. Uh, unfortunately, those, those smaller businesses, even though they were set up with good morals, um, struggled during the pandemic because as customers, we could not come to them. We could not get to them. We could not provide our value to their business. Of course, in today's world, that changes a little bit with the, with the internet as well. We're much more connected. We can talk and interact with anybody at any time. But 
The fact of the matter is, if you do good in this world, if you have a business that sells goods and services in order to solve people's problems and help support them and elevate them and make them feel valued and valuable, then they will come to you. Okay, so that is my message for this week. Be good, do good. Now, I have one last example uh, of, of something that I, I encountered this week on that theme. And you may have come across this yourself because this person is a very public figure. And, and that is somebody from my native Europe, Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Now, you may have seen the video of him filling a, um, I think it was a, a service trench for a utility company that had dug a trench to do some uh, public utility work. Um, I thought it was a pothole of sorts, but I just today found a newspaper article that uh, tried to clarify that it was a service trench. Either way, it was a hole in the road, big hole in the road to his neighborhood that had been there for several months. Now, the, the utility company that had dug the hole and done the service work never came back to fill in that hole. As a result, there were people in the neighborhood that had to drive around or through that hole, um, and honestly, I don't even know uh, some of the details, but I think people were very frustrated from what I gathered, uh, that that hole still existed, and the utility company had never come back to fill it. So what did Mr. Schwarzenegger do? Well, him and his buddies went out and filled the hole himself, themselves, right? They did some good to the community. They had nothing to gain uh, really for themselves other than maybe not popping their own tires on their vehicles. But uh, really, it was the entire neighborhood that stood to gain from that. And it was money that he had to spend in order to fill that trench. But he was doing good work for his community. Uh, if you know more about this story, I would love to hear about it. I think it's a fantastic example of how we can, uh, as individuals, help elevate our community, help elevate our neighborhood, help elevate the people that come to our business, that interact with us, uh, so that they can feel valued and valuable. Okay? At the very core, I would think that people like that do good because they are good. Um, again, uh, another great example was my client who decided against his wholesale deal that even though he would have been able to make a substantial amount of money from it, his client actually would have lost a significant amount of money uh, in the long run. And so he, he just didn't think that his morals would allow him to go through with that deal. And that is just absolutely fantastic. I will support that any day of the year. Uh, that is exactly how we all should function in our businesses. So be good, do good. That's what we all should stand for in this world. That's what we should all be doing with our lives. Spread some good, right? That's what I do here at SuccessVac. As a coach, I try to elevate you to your highest potential. I'm here to unleash your genius. I'm here to help you navigate your own roadblocks so that you too can be successful in your business and do good in the world. Uh, I think I'm going to stop here with my little talk for this week. Be good. Do good. Remember it. Remember it well. Take it in. Internalize it. Put it in your heart. Okay? Do not do business for the sole sake of making money. Ask yourself, am I the only one who is going to gain from this transaction? If the answer is no, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, uh, that's that's actually a really good quick litmus test for you know whether your morals are in line with your business or not. 
right? Am I the only one who is going to gain from this transaction? If the answer is no, don't do it. Okay, you always want to be there to solve other people's problems, support them, and elevate them.